Hello and welcome to This Xbox Life, episode number 205, titled Halo 4 Specializations. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, on that thing called Xbox Live. And with me, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hello. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the cue. <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to the static. <laughs> it picked up just as you announced me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well... Skype. Yeah. You, you get what you pay for with these free services, I suppose. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Are you throwing it to me or is that is that so is that a throw it to me? It's a fumble. It's a fumble, <laughs> if anything. Uh, so uh you know, I was just looking at that number, two hundred and five. You know, I, I know we talked about the episode numbers a little while ago, you know, a couple shows ago. But man, I still can't get over that we did 205 of these. That's crazy. Well, we, you certainly didn't talk about it last week, that's for sure. How, how so, was your so vacation, Mark, by the way? So, Mark, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, I no. think we all want to know, how was your vacation? I know you put a tough yeah. weekend on your yeah. one week back, and you know it was just too yeah. much for you. So, how was your vacation? <laughs> no, my, my vacation was pretty darn good. Uh, <laughs> you know, a buddy of mine. An ex-coworker of mine, we took a couple of days and we went down to Gen Con in Indianapolis. That's about three, four-hour ride here from Chicago. So we went down there and we spent a couple of days just checking stuff out. Um, a lot of interesting people down there, um, th- to say the least. You know, a lot of cool people, a lot of interesting people, and a lot of people that need deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, some people need a lot of it. So did you get but, to uh, check out Borderlands 2? No, no. How about Halo yeah, we, 4? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see any of those companies around Mo- there. Modern Warfare 3? No. Or, I mean, Black Ops 2? Nope. nope, nope. What the heck None did you that. go to? What did you see? A uh, whole lot of board games, actually. A whole lot of board games and miniatures. Uh, there was a um, like a, a video game room that they had outside the main hall, which was really, really cool. Went in there for a while. They, you know, basically what it was was this huge room, probably as big as maybe like a uh, like a school gymnasium. Well, maybe like a grade school gymnasium, not not a high school one, definitely. Where it was all dark in there, and they had you know various consoles and stuff around the room, and a lot of stuff was being projected up onto the walls. So, for example, there was like one area where they were doing uh, I don't remember if it was like Guitar Hero or Rock Band or. You know exactly which one it was, but you know people are up there jamming on the guitars, and uh, you know you could see like the huge monstrous display. I'm, I'm sure they had some kind of tournaments and stuff. A lot of the stuff you had to sign up for in advance and buy tickets. So, you know, being that that was my first time that I ever went to that show, I, I didn't do any of that stuff. I kind of just we were just kind of going around checking stuff out, you know, trying to figure out what the heck we wanted to do, but. That video game area definitely was jamming. I mean, there was a lot of people over there. And, you know, if I ever go back, which I hope that I do, you know, that's one thing I want to try to get in on one of those events. The events for, you know, are usually only a couple of bucks. 
But what sucks is a lot of them sell out way in advance. So if you don't, you know, have your stuff booked by like May, if, if first of all, you have to figure out early what you want to do. And then you got to buy the tickets before they sell out. After that, it's kind of a crapshoot if you're going to get in there. But uh, So lessons learned this trip is next time book the events you want to see early and bring several cans of deodorant that you can spray on other people, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't want to get too gross or anything, but there was this one event that we kind of just managed to sneak into. It's uh, by a company called AEG. And this event is freaking awesome because it, it costs 30 bucks to get into it. So me and my buddy, we found out about an hour before this event and we managed to get some tickets like right. I mean, we almost like ran to the ticketing booth and we got just a, a couple of tickets, you know, right before they sold out altogether. And we went in there and then everybody who participates in this thing gets like all this free stuff. So for like a $30 ticket to get in, we probably got over a hundred bucks in games and some of the stuff was like special edition stuff. So that was pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, while we were in there, I was walking around and there was this one dude, you could smell him from at least a dozen feet away. I mean, oh, as gross. you, as you approach this like awful BO, like came at like hit you like, Whoa. And then it like intensifies and you're like, yeah, that's a dude. And then it like diminishes. And then like a dozen feet away, it's like you're, you're out of the range. I mean, how, how do people play with those people? I don't understand. <laughs> but, this is disgusting. Oh yeah. And walk around like that. But I, I can understand how it happens because some of those areas, there's just so many people, it just gets warm. And if, if you don't use a deodorant, antiperspirant or whatever, you, it's going to hit you no matter how clean you are at the start of the day. <laughs> so For a conference like that, though, there should be rules like at the door. Like there should be a smell test or something, you know, or they should hand out complimentary deodorant and say, you have, to, you have to put this on before you can enter. I mean, there's just a decency law that they should have an effect for those things, man. Dude, I, I got an idea. Like set up a booth and have it be the BO booth and you set, you know. You, you sell those little trial size deodorants for like 10 bucks each. <laughs> there you go. You could hire like some hot chick to here. She'll spray it on you or something, you know? And so that'll get all the guys over there. It's like, Ooh, a woman, a woman spray me. Oh yeah. You know, that'll, I mean, it'll serve and that's what'll benefit everybody else. Cause everybody will smell good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So but, yeah, the thing was pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, you know, I got to check out a lot of stuff. That wasn't available yet. That's one cool thing about uh, that show is you get to play prototypes and you get to, um, you know, just see some stuff that you won't see in retail for a couple. It's it's sort of like E3, but I don't know how much they let you play at E3. You know what I'm saying? Like if a game isn't finished, do they let you play it at E3? Well, I think they bring playable uh, versions. Yeah. You know, usually they'll have some like a level that you can play or something, but but yeah, even E three is true. more um for industry people. It's not a it's not like PAX where it's right. I think what you went to is more like PAX where it's it like, is, it is the fans yeah. get to go, so Oh yeah. And there's some cool stuff that happened where like uh there was this one game called uh, Merchant of Venus. 
where it was a game that came out in the 80s and it got reprinted. Uh, it'll be out probably around Christmas time. It's a really cool space trading game, kind of. And like the guy that taught it to us. So, I mean, it was a final production copy. So everything that we played was how the final version's going to be. But it was taught to us by the guy that developed it. So, I mean, it's basically some of these things you're taught to by the designers. And it's it's kind of cool to, you know, see some of that. It's, you know, like going to a show and, you know, I, don't, I can't really think of any designers. <laughs> like like having Cliffy B, you know, show you, you know. Or, How to play Gears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's basically what it's like. That's cool. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. Definitely didn't get enough sleep each night. Because uh, when we wound up booking it, which we booked it a couple weeks before the show, which is a huge mistake, we wound up being about 12 miles away. So we had like a 20-minute drive in and out of the city and trying to find parking and everything. In Indianapolis um, is really odd downtown because the convention center is right downtown. So it shares the parking of everybody else downtown. So during the week, I'm sure all the businesses kind of get hosed. It's like there's a mall over there. So everybody takes over the mall parking and thing. Cause I think the numbers that they had was, there was like 40, 42,000 people that went to this, which is a pretty darn good attendance, I think. And, you know, the, I guess the benefit is it's right in downtown, so you have, like, food options and a lot of hotel options. But when you're coming in every morning, it's such a hassle to find parking. Big-time hassle. But, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of sleep each night because we were out at the con playing games till, like, 1, 2 in the morning. And that was another thing where they didn't shut it down. There were some people that were like sleeping in the hallways of the convention center. Huh. I don't know if it was on purpose, <laughs> but I mean, there. Forget getting a room, man. I sleep right here on the floor. I know, right? <laughs> I, you know, I, I bet that there's these people that just don't leave, which is probably why they smell. <laughs> but, Could be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's probably exactly why. You know, who needs a hotel? You know, save a hundred bucks. <laughs> Sleep in the hallway. <laughs> Wash up in the in the bathroom. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so we were there Thursday morning through Sunday was the last day, which is like, a, it's almost like a family day. So we only spent like an hour or two there in the morning, and then we hightailed it out of there. Well, cool. So, yeah. Well, before we turn this into a different podcast, if people want to know more about this conference that you went to, where where would they be able to go? Absolutely. Uh, you can check out thisboardgamelife.com, the sister show to this fantastic podcast. And uh, we just released the first of two shows covering Gen Con. Uh, the first show covered uh, the top games, or at least the most notable games of the show. And then we'll have another one that's going to cover like everything in general. So that's going to be coming up in the next week or so approximately. 
And, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff that we saw. Cool. That's that. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So what have you been playing, Mark? Oh, I got a, let's see. Well, I was gone all week on business. So I was out to sunny California. But uh, so I got a little gaming in when I got back this weekend. And I played some Inversion. I uh, got to play, um, doing the co-op on that with uh, Democulus. And him and I are almost done. Uh, it's 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 interesting. I think I said last time that uh, we recorded that him and I burned through the first seven chapters of the game in about two and a half hours on the hardest setting. And I guess I shouldn't have said that because last night we only got like through three chapters in about three hours. It, it, it's like I almost feel like, whoops, we spoke too soon. It's, you know, it's like the old, oh, it's smooth sailing, you know, and next thing you know, you're in the middle of a hurricane. Um, so I think I jinxed ourselves, and now we're struggling to get through the rest of this game. But we're going we're gonna to keep at it and hopefully plan to finish off uh, that game this week. I got in, uh, I also played Family Feud. <laughs> um, I thought this would be kind of fun with the with the wife and um i she didn't get to play it yet i I ran through it once and i'm like wow this looks really pathetic um it's pretty survey says pathetic (laughs) yeah it uh it pretty much sucks dude it's i mean it's family feud but it's like it just it just doesn't work it's it's cheesy family feud it's it is cheesy family feud and it's not it's like they ask you the question and then you got to type it in. So as you're typing in what you want, it oh. comes up with things that it thinks you're going to say. Oh. Um, and then I, you know, a lot of times I put in my answer and it's not there. It's like, so you could come up with something like what you think, and it's just not an option. And, but and you're timed, so you only got so much time to answer. So if your answer's not there, then you're trying to think, well, what else? You know, you're trying to think, well, what's the next thing I could put in? And then you got a backspace on this keyboard that you're using online to type your answers, and it's just. You know, it's a tough game to to do, but, you know, so I, I understand their limitations, but it just really doesn't work. Um, there's a lot of, like, unnecessary pausing. So, like, when he goes, you know, when you hear this sound, eh, eh, that means someone's else. So, you know, someone's already said that and got to give me another answer. Well, what it does in the game is, like, when you hear this, when you hear this sound, eh, eh, that means someone's answered that. You need to, you know, so there's all these like big pauses because it's like a soundtrack or a voice track is made and they got to jump to like go play file number two, oh, then go play file number three. So like there's these pauses in between all the comments. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. You know, and then when you're going up to the front to, to give your answer and you're competing with the other family, it's like they repeat the exact same thing over and over and over. You know, and it's like, yeah. I just want to skip it. Just get to the question. And then the guy never asks you like the questions on, on the speed round at the end. They just, they just show it up on the screen. So then all of a sudden the guy doesn't even say anything. And it's just like, you know, it's like the guy couldn't voice out the questions and I, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's, you know, but I, I think the wife, it might be fun playing with her as we compete against the AI family and, you know, it's just, we'll see, but, um, I want to try that with her, but I don't know if I'll keep that very long. <laughs> I think that's going to go back pretty quick. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of picture it being like one of those cheesy 
um, like PC games that you find in like that bargain software aisle. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where it's like two ninety nine. Family Feud. Well, I think it's only like fifteen bucks if you buy it. So. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like too much. And and while I actually thought, well, this auto might be a, you know, it might be a a nice um, achievement game or something, but. I think it would be. I think you'd have to put just a tremendous amount of hours into it to even, because yeah. it's like you got to play through like they've got like these backgrounds like that that are like the stage behind your family, like a beach scene and different scenes, right? So you have to play like each of those like on on easy, medium, and hard. So you have to you have to win on each of those levels. So you got to play yeah. the entire game three times for every background. Okay, and then and you have to win them. That's the thing too. So if you don't get the 200 points in the fast money round or whatever, then you got to repeat it. Yeah. Um. And you know, well, according to one thing I'm looking, they say about 15 to 20 hours, but you'd have to sit there and it's like, I mean, you can pause the game so you can like look up the answers. I suppose there's probably a, a guide somewhere with all the answers if you wanted to do that, but it's just to probably... sit down and play it, it's just like, I don't, I don't think it's going to be as fun as I thought it could be. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll get the family to play it this week and we'll find out how that goes. But you know, a, a funny little interjection here or whatnot. Interjection. Interjection. <laughs> Wait, no, that's <laughs> no. Cause those show excitement and emotion or something like that. So it's not an interjection. Oh, okay. It, a, a funny little thing I want to say <laughs> is while uh, while I was down at Gen Con, I, I spoke to my wife a little bit, and she said that she listened to one of my podcasts for the first time ever. I mean, she's never heard a single episode of TXL or Board Game Life. And she said that she had listened to a show, and it was The Board Game Life. And she goes, yeah, so I listened to one of your shows. The Wife? That's what you call me? <laughs> and I'm like, Oops. sweetie, I got it from Mark. Mark is the one. He says it all the time. It's because of him. <laughs> So I, Mark, I I had a meet I had a time. <laughs> bus <Yeah>. meet Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean she was kidding. She was just joking around about it. <laughs> I did Actually, notice today she posted on the Facebook about promoting your show and I was like, What the heck? He's done two hundred something shows at TXL. Not once did she mention that. Now she's she's on she, my you tell her she's on my yeah. list. She is the wife. Until she yeah. promotes your your other show, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 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 I could even say I could really make her mad. Call her the little woman. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I sh- I sure hope she doesn't listen to episode two hundred five of TXL. <laughs> we need to record two hundred six immediately after this, so it's not so two hundred five is not the latest. <laughs> and everybody's wondering why is episode two hundred six only ten minutes long. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, welcome. All right, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friends list, nothing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, topics. Oh, no, nothing. Nothing since last show. All right. Well, we'll get back <laughs> into what we get gaming. So yeah. I also played Skydrift. Um, this is a 
Rob, think of Blur. This is this is Blur with airplanes. Okay. That's Ooh. what Skydrift is. It's an Xbox Live Arcade title. Um, it came out a while ago, and I played it, and I I wanted to buy it, but it was like, what, fifteen bucks? And I was oh, like, was this the one that was on the special sale? It's on special right now. I, I don't. Well, I'll have to look that up and see when the sale ends because it's half price. Um, so it's six hundred Microsoft points. I was looking at that yesterday. Yeah, I actually bought it. Um, it's. I like it. I know Dark Eye Defender played it, and he didn't like it at all. Um, it's it's a fun little game. This thing goes until. Let's see. When does this end? Um, I'm looking at the story. And they don't say when the sale. Oh, till the 27th of August. So Monday. The sale ends Monday. So if you if you want it, go get it now, Rob. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was I was looking at it because they've got that, and I think one or two DLCs, right? There's an Extreme Fighter Pack for 800 yeah. Microsoft points, which like adds like three more airplanes. And then there's like a Gladiator Pack for 200 Microsoft points, which is only uh, online deathmatch, like deathmatch team deathmatch. But I would not put the 200 points into that because there's nobody playing this game. Yeah. So that That's would be a waste point. of money. But I might buy the Extreme Fighter Pack just because it's $1 and I can get like three more planes, which might be kind of fun. To... In fact, I should just boot my Xbox up right now and buy it because <laughs> it goes off sale tomorrow. And it's only oh, yeah. 80 points, so one buck. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like the game. I think it's fun. I mean, it, it is hard to control the plane sometimes. I've, you know, but it's it's fun. You fly and you're racing, and there's different modes. But you, there's like races, and there's like these speed races where you're going through these rings. So you got to fly through the rings, and you get boosted. Um, then there's like the regular, like the blur version where you're flying around and you're getting these pickups in the air, and they and they're like mines, EMPs, rockets. Um, uh, there's a repair icon. There's a shield icon. So, I mean, it's like it's like all of these are in blur. So it's like right. blur only in the air. I mean, that's exactly what it is. So I've got it. Pick it up. If you guys got it out there, anybody wants to play online, you know, uh, you can do, you can play this multiplayer or single player. So it's a fun little game. And there's a little cool And, and that's cool different airplanes. than the deathmatch? Deathmatch? Yeah, the, 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 there's no, like, if you're, the regular game does have multiplayer, but it's like you're in a you can have up to eight people racing or doing the okay. you know doing the races. The 200 Microsoft point up until Monday it'll go back to 400 Microsoft points. That uh, that DLC is like a deathmatch, so I guess they got guns. So they've added guns to the planes, so you can shoot each other down. Okay. So, but it's some kind of deathmatch type of add-on, but it's a uh, multiplayer only. So that's called the Gladiator Pack. So, in fact, let me look that up just to make sure that I am 100% correct on that. I don't want to see the... Uh... Let me see what GameSpot says. Yeah, Gladiator been... Multiplayer Pack. All these guys are just showing a trailer. I don't want trailers, please. I read it somewhere. <laughs> Oh, here's here. Maybe these guys have it. Um, wow, nobody has any information on this. Here, the multiplayer pack DLC delivers 
two classic multiplayer online modes, Deathmatch and Team Deathmatch. It says only the number of opponents eliminated will earn honor and respect. Yeah, so to me that was like, no, nah, because it's online only and there's nobody playing the game. It's really a waste of money. Because you're just not going to find anybody playing it unless you're doing it with your friends. Yeah. So that's not worth the money. No matter, even if it's, I mean, if it was free, then okay, because you probably still won't get to play it. <laughs> but at least you didn't pay for it. So. Um, then, okay, I also, now, here's another thing, and I, I think I want to pull the trigger on this one and buy this one. This next title got ripped up left and right by many reviewers, and that's The Expendables 2. I played this arcade title yesterday. And I got to say, I actually kind of had fun with it. I thought it was not that bad. Um, it's a four-player, you can do four-player co-op. You're all on the screen. You're it's, it, you're running around just blowing everything up. Um, I really think that I'm probably going to buy this one. Um, but what I want is, I want to see if anybody else out there has it, because it'd be a lot more fun to go through with your buddies. Um, but it's like a four-player shooter-up. Um I think so. I think it's kind of cool. I thought it. I thought the visuals looked really good. I didn't see anything that really, you know, made it stupid or bad. I mean, I don't expect much from a, the Expendables, the video game. I mean, come on. <laughs> but you know, I, I thought it was done pretty well and had a good time with the level I played. So if anybody out there has it, let me know. Um, I will then I'll pull the trigger and buy it and we'll play. Um, so that's all I'm waiting on is just to see if anybody else has it. Because I really want to play it with uh, with some... I want to play in co-op. Um, I played Hybrid today. If I'm getting caught up. Um, that was an XBLA title. Came out a few weeks ago. I really didn't care for it. Um, it, it was it was definitely a weird shooter. Um, you could... You moved by... You would like look at a piece of cover in the distance. And you'd, you'd just like put your cursor on it and hit the A button. And you'd fly to it and automatically take cover. Um, and you, then you would just shoot and fight behind the cover. It's weird because you can end up on the ceiling upside down shooting at other people. Um, and it's like, if you get one kill, they call it a kill streak. One kill is a kill streak. You get like this robot turret thing that fights with you. And then if you get three kills, then you get this other bigger turret thing. And then if you get five kills, you get this, like, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a person that flies to your target and like annihilates them and it's just weird it's like i just didn't understand that it to me it seemed like they came too quick and too easy um and then it was weird because i was getting like the five a couple times i got the or the three kill streak uh a bonus get in the whole match the total in the whole match only killed two people in the whole match so i don't know how i was getting the three kill streak wart warthog not a warthog but it was like I can't remember what the name of it was, but this thing just kept appearing. Like, hey, you've got this unlocked now. I'm like, I didn't kill anybody, so I don't, I don't understand. I, I didn't get that part of it, but it wasn't a bad game. But I just, just didn't enjoy it myself. So, yeah, um, I'm looking at the trailer, and it doesn't do much for me. No, and what I thought was yeah. weird online is it's an online only game. You, you go, and it tells you pick a pick a continent and pick a territory to begin so it, it defaulted me to the u.s so i'm selected u.s and it broke down a bunch of territories 
and I couldn't select any of them. None of them would select. So then I went um, down to South America, and there was one that it would let me pick. Now, maybe that's because I was on the trial version, and maybe the trial is limited to just that one place in South America. But it didn't tell you anything. It just, you know, it's like, so I'm sitting there, it's like select a continent and then select a, uh, a, an area to, to fight in. And I'm sitting there hitting the button, you know, the A button to select it. And it's just nothing happens. And I'm like, well, this is stupid. Um, so I don't know if that, you know, I'm going to chalk that up as probably because I was in the trial version of the game. You know, I'm going to make that assumption. I don't like to right. assume, but I, I got nothing left to figure out on that one. So I leave it up to that. But still, I deleted it. I'm not going to play it. Um, I I downloaded Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive. Um, I always enjoyed Counter-Strike before. Now, this one's going to be an interesting, uh, very different run at this game. I downloaded the trial. Okay. I was in a party with two other people, chit-chatting, launched the game. And it comes up and says, you must be in game chat if you want to play. Do you want to switch to game chat now? And I'm like, I don't want to switch to game chat i'm talking to other people in my party so i said no so it continues to show me loading the game the match and when it fully loads it kicks me out and says you've been kicked out of the match because you won't you're not in party or game chat so you want to know what i did what delete <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna play a game that i can't have party chat when party wow. chat is part of the system so it's like they made they went and made it where you can't party chat that's stupid it's dumb it's the dumbest thing so i won't even try their game so i didn't even get to try it but i want nothing to do with counter-strike global offensive be because of it and i used to right. like counter-strike but you know uh, from what i've read of it there's no new maps um it's all old maps rehashed and it's just like an hd remake i'm like i'm not going to give you 15 bucks for an hd remake and then you won't even let me just chit chat with my buddies online while i'm playing you know and, and i know that the people are going to come out and go well it's to keep people from cheating or hacking or blah 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 whatever i'm not doing that you know and there's right. you know i can party chat with when i'm playing uh, Modern Warfare for crying out loud! I can party chat when I'm playing Battlefield, you know, and, and no one has a problem with it there. So why can't I do it in Counter Strike? You know, it's like get with the program, Valve. I really think they dropped the ball on that, and it really just turned me off of the game. So I didn't even try it, but it's a big negative right off the bat. So I have no interest in their game. So um, I think that wraps up what I played this week. I don't think I did anything else. So it only had yesterday and today. <laughs> so I was trying to cram some stuff in. <laughs> That's a good amount of stuff. That works. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I've played a whole bunch of Walking Dead. I wound up finishing part one and part two. <gasps> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you finished part I've, two? Yeah, I finished part two. So, I, oh, man. <laughs> that, was I that, right or was that, I wrong? Well, what, what, what are you right or wrong about? <laughs> that freaking part That's... two, like, your heart is, like, beating through your chest and you're, like, you're not breathing for, like, the last half of the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. And the the thing that I struggle with and they 
kind of makes me mad at the game for <laughs> is the conflict that it creates. It's like, I can't, everybody's pissed off at me. And I, <laughs> I'm trying to keep the little girl happy. And then this dude's pissed off at me. This, this, this lady's like mad because of this and that. Oh, come on. It's, <laughs> and then it, it upsets me how they remember. <laughs> <laughs> this, so you know for those of you that haven't played it you, your actions that you choose you know it guides the story later on so if you're suspicious about something you know early on in the game you know the person might remember later on and act accordingly <laughs> so yeah i mean i'm i'm very uh, <laughs> <laughs> mad at the game for that i just i want everybody to be happy in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and Not i can't have that happen dead, man yeah but uh you know it definitely carries on from the show and there's messed up stuff <laughs> throughout the show and you have to make hard decisions which i guess are par for the course with the zombie apocalypse so I wanted to make sure I had uh, number two done since uh, part three is due out uh, any second now. But yeah, yeah that game is something else. I, I really wish you could save more often so you can kind of go back and, you know, change some of your options. <laughs> you just got to replay so, it. Yeah, but from the beginning, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's kind of like real life you know once you make a decision it's a stuck i mean i like you go back and do a do-over in real life yeah but in the gaming world that's why we have it <laughs> <laughs> there absolutely are do-overs in the gaming world uh... but yeah that yeah that game is something else that's for sure definitely keeps up with uh with the comic book and the TV show and heck the TV shows what six, well, seven month? weeks. Yeah. October, right? Oh, is it October? I thought it was September. Maybe Even I'm just better. hoping. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be in September and October. <laughs> the other September. <laughs> well, let's find out. I got to know when the TV show, we got to get it. Uh... Ooh, that's not their website. <laughs> <laughs> Count management center. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, The Walking Dead. Let's see. When does it come back? October 14th. Ah! Yeah, so about six weeks. Warning. Dish has dropped AMC. So if you're a Dish, dish customer, you better switch over if you want to you wanna direct TV or cable. It's the only place you can watch uh, a, uh, AMC. So That's so stupid how those companies do that. I gotta They're say, always we... fighting. <laughs> Oh, I know. We went through this recently with DirecTV with... Uh, MTV Networks or Viacom or whatever. Oh, it was one before that because it was concerned with... Um, I was going to lose... Was it Justified? can't remember what channel that one's on. Is that FX? Yes, I think that's it. I think it is FX, maybe. Yep, FX Networks, yep. So I, was gonna, I thought I was going to lose that one. It was like, dude, the last... Uh, or no, it wasn't just, it was Sons of Anarchy. And I'm like, dude, that's my show, man. I love that show. And um, 
I thought they were going to, and that's the same channel. Yeah, it's still FX Networks. Yeah. It was like the season finale, dude. And it was like the oh, day before. Oh. It was like the day before. They're like, oh, you're going to lose this. I'm like, don't take me through the whole season and then cut off my finale. <laughs> and it was like the day of. They're like, oh, we've reached an agreement. I was like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I actually sent a letter off to FX about it. Man, I was pretty ticked off. <laughs> it's like, don't, don't, don't tick me off. You wouldn't like yeah. it when I'm angry. Uh, and they're like, we're not the bad guys. DirecTV is. Uh, they all point the finger at the other guy. I don't yeah. care who's the bad guy. Give me my freaking show. <laughs> you know, no, right? it's like that's all I care about. So. Oh yeah. But, anyways, so yeah, episode three should be coming out here soon. Yeah, you know, every time they have the, every time you finish an episode, it gives you like a little trailer as to what's coming. Uh huh. So. I don't know. <laughs> There's some weird stuff that they were showing, some new characters, so it'll definitely be interesting. Dude, episode two just kind of freaking weirded me out, man. It was gross. It was disgusting. It was yeah, the whole premise. Oh man, it still it made me want to throw up, but at the same time, I loved it. <laughs> and I love the names of the achievements in there. Oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> dude, I gotta look it up now because we can talk about this. Um, I gotta look it up, um, but the one with the salt lick, too much salt. There's like so the, the achievement was like too much salt in your diet. Yeah. <laughs> and, so and, I, I I gotta ask you without trying to give anything away. Did you use the salt block? <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> Prior to anything happening. <laughs> um. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, I I used the salt and I got the girl pissed off at me. <laughs> For uh, I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to remember. We can go ahead and talk about it. I mean, people haven't played too bad. Yeah, <laughs> okay. um, it's it's been. A, I'm trying to remember. What what did you use it for? Okay, so there's a girl and her dad. And the dad's kind of a jerk <laughs> throughout most of the game. And he has a heart attack inside a meat locker. Oh, right. And then they're all worried about him turning. So you have to kind of decide whether, because there's those big salt lick things. Yeah. The brine blocks. So I think Kenny had the brine block. Or, or you did, the lead, the main character. And then you just smash his head in. <laughs> no, I didn't smash his head in. But okay, I what, remember, I what remember, happened then? I, no, somebody else does. Okay, um, so there was one of the other can... characters did it, yeah. And, did you um, wait until he turned? Or I don't know if he did turn. No, he didn't turn. Um, but I think I was arguing, I'm trying to remember, I think I was arguing with the chick, like, you know, he's going to turn she, type of thing. and Right, and so she, she kept, like, yeah, she was trying mad to do at me. CPR. Yeah, and, but then Ken goes over there, smashes his the guy's skull in with the big salt lick, and then you get an achievement that says, too much salt will kill you. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, are you kidding me? I mean, first of all, I'm like, oh, like, you know, just like out of, you know, just like, oh, my gosh. And then the achievement pops. And then I die laughing, dude. I'm laughing over this. <laughs> so. Nice. But yeah, and then it's like, you know, the the achievement for guess who's coming to dinner, you discover the source of the food, um, yeah. you know, just 
just the, the achievements just oh man they just were like wow it's like they went along with just like the shock factor i mean it was like i was shocked when i saw that too much salt will kill you it's like oh i mean it was so morbid it was so like i don't know it's like you're you're in this emotionally you feel like oh man what'd that dude do and then you get an achievement <laughs> too much salt will kill you it was so odd like the feelings that i had but i couldn't help but laugh but then again it's like i feel bad for laughing you know so it's just <laughs> uh, morbid morbid stuff you know oh yeah so gruesome and just it's sickening but it was so good <laughs> yeah, i was trying to find a achievement list Oh, Xbox.com. <laughs> Look at your activity. You fight like a dairy farmer. <laughs> it's not stealing if you need it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. too much salt will kill you. Yep. And guess who's coming to dinner? I think we're the two funniest ones. Yeah. So. Because, like, the first one really wasn't... Like, the first one, they didn't just... They didn't really have nothing like that where it's just like, holy crap, like the achievement name was like, <laughs> just like, wow. You know, the first game was like typical, you know, nothing really stuck out. And then this one was like, oh, man, snap. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but anywho. games, yeah. Yep. Okay, so Walking Dead got that done. And I also wanted to talk about how. I really like this episodic thing because when you finish an episode, it's like a sense of accomplishment and then, <laughs> and then you're waiting for the next one. So it's like a mini game accomplishment because normally it, it's rare for me to finish one of the big titles. Right. So I really don't know what it's like to finish, <laughs> to finish <laughs> anything. And I hope my wife doesn't listen to this because this will just be, you know... <laughs> Another thing that goes unfinished <laughs> is my games. But uh, that, that's that's very cool how they do that. Although it, I, I think it is good because it gives you, like you said, people who don't have the time or, you know, it only takes, what, about three hours to play one of these. Yeah. And... and it's easier to obtain that, you know, than, than the full-on game. And you can spread out your gaming over, you know, a couple of weeks or months. Granted, it kind of stinks a little bit because if you really want to finish it, you can't. It sort of paces you. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the thing that stinks is like for like people like me who have the time and you want it all, you want more, then you're yeah. kind of stuck waiting. So, But it's it's good because, man, I don't think I could have taken much more of episode two, dude. I, I, I think I was going to die of a heart attack, man. It was so freaking <laughs> intense. So it was probably good that it just came in a small dose. and <laughs> You get put on medication. Ooh, it's like, I mean. It is. I mean, I mean, I was laying in bed that night, dude. The heart, I could feel my heart still going. It was just like, I don't know, man. That game just really, wow, really got to me. It was just so, so intense and. You know, one of those that's like, I just want to talk to somebody about it and, you know, have, you know, it's just <laughs> go counsel. Exactly. Go counseling therapy. I think there's something wrong with me. I like this game. And yeah, episode one definitely had a lot more like zombies coming at you and you're mashing the buttons trying to, you know, kick them away or fight them off. The second one was more, was more of a 
a, story. a mind something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. It's a family show, so I won't yep. say that second uh, second yeah. word. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, just the decisions that you have to make are messed up. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, yeah that, yeah, that that this this episode makes you really not want the zombie apocalypse to come. You know, because we you know we always play these games. Yeah, I'm ready to kill zombies, but I tell you what, man. This game really makes you think twice about, do I really want the zombie apocalypse to come? I mean, look how messed up it is. You know, it's not all just slaying zombies, man. It's it's twisted, so. Oh, yeah. But. Okay, so other than that, I briefly started playing that game that you recommended to me, and now I can't remember its name. Deadlight? Yeah, the one that was like Shadow Complex. Yeah, what did you think of that? Uh, it, it's pretty cool. It, it's definitely got the you know the feeling of shadow complex so um i'm looking forward to giving it some uh some play time now that walking dead's over cool well, well I, I hope you enjoy it yeah i i definitely think i will so other than those uh that's it for me cool well quick update um i had a, we had gotten a comment from one of the listeners who had asked why um they wanted the the show the link to the episode directly on the webpage. Um, they didn't. All we had was the RSS feed. Or I'm sorry, the iTunes feed and the Zoom feeds, and those were to subscribe. You know, so you click it, it's gonna automatically just take you to the subscription for the show. So then, bam, you can pull down all the episodes. It was just the simplest, easiest way. Um, on our old site, we had a, a link directly to the download, but for some reason. On the new site, it does not play when you do that. It does not play in the new theme that we have. Uh, we may work on it down the road. I don't know. But what I've uh, what we've done in the meantime is, Bron, uh, I asked him if he would uh, do it for me while I was out last week because I saw the question come in last week and I couldn't do it while I was on the road. So Bron was so nice to come in and he put an RSS image on our Contact Us page, which is where all the links to everything is. And he, and he also added them to the shows. So on each episode post, you'll have the iTunes and the Zoom subscription links. And subscriptions, they're still free. You're not paying anything. Or the RSS link. And so if you just click that, it takes you right to the RSS page, and you can download directly from there if that's the way you wish to go. So um, that came from one of our uh, listeners, and we uh, answered. Hopefully that will solve your problems and get you what you need. So um, other than that, we're going to jump right into our topics and... Um, this week we got a big one and it's funny. I wanted to talk about this last week and I completely forgot to get it put into the show notes for, so I realized that when I was on the road, I still had this email in my inbox. I was like, Oh, we forgot to do the halo four specializations. So we're doing it today. So what we're going to do is basically there's a bunch of specializations that are going to be in halo four. So we're going to go through each one of them, tell you about them, and the information we're giving to you is from the Halo 4 blog site. So all credit goes to 343 for this information. Um, so if you disagree with us, then you disagree with 343, who made the game. So too bad. So okay. you, can't dis you can't disagree with us. <laughs> there you go. But um, So I'm just going to go through this. We're going to read it. Uh, that way we make sure we're not, you know, we're not changing anything. We're going to give you 
everything they said. So, um, and then we're just going to swap back and forth. Rob and I will <coughs> take one of the specializations. So, the UNSC Infin Infinity. This is the largest ship in the UNSC fleet. Is your gateway to the Infinity multiplayer experience in Halo 4, and serves as the center of your Spartan career. Here you will build your custom Spartan 4 Super Soldier and progress your multiplayer career across both Spartan Ops and the multitude of competitive war games modes. Halo 4 has 50 levels. Once you've advanced through the standard 50 levels, you will get the option to enlist in a specialization. So, you cannot use any of these specializations until you have gone through and reached level 50. So it kind of almost sounds like a prestige mode. I don't know if you reset your level or not, but then you can, once you've leveled 50, then you can choose a specialization. So you can choose the order in which you tackle unlocked specializations. However, once you select one, you must advance through it completely before enlisting in a separate specialization. Um, so make sure you know what, you know, look at them all. Make sure the you're taking the one you want to really go after first. Specializations allow you to enlist in specific rank paths. These paths are composed of 10 levels each. As you level up through these dedicated paths, you will unlock armor sets, emblems, visor colors, weapon and armor skins, and armor mods, which prove even more options. I'm sorry, which provide even more options to customize your Spartan 4 to fit your, your preferred role on the battlefield. These armor mods will work exactly like all other tactical and support mods in the game. They are not tied to specific armor for each specialization, so you don't have to wear the armor to use that particular mod. They enhance a small part of the sandbox. This means that good players will still be good and not good players will still be not good. <laughs> so... So Mark will still be good, and Rob will still not be good. Um, allowing people... <laughs> well, you don't right. play Halo, do you? You don't play Halo online. What's Halo? Yeah. I'm not familiar with this thing. Yeah, you probably play the Halo card game. Um, <laughs> Ooh, is there one? <laughs> well, you should know you were in Gen Con. <laughs> allowing people to play the style they want to play and experience the parts of the sandbox they like on a more frequent basis. We consider specializations end-game content because even if you have access to all of them on day one, which I believe you get if you buy the limited edition, you will still need to reach level 50 before you can enlist in any specialization. Think of them as giving you control over extending your level cap. Two specializations, Wet Work and Pioneer, will be available to all players when the game launches, and the rest will gradually be made available in the months following launch. We will be keeping a close watch on player participation post-launch and will roll out the additional six specializations when the player base reaches certain milestones. There will also be playlists available that do not utilize loadouts or armor mods. So, Rob, why don't you give us our first Halo 4 specialization? All right, the first one that we're going to talk about is called Wet Work. The Wet Work specialization is a Spartan optimization for stealth operations, which focuses on the elimination of an enemy target with the goal of leaving no tactical footprint behind. The stealth armor mod this allows users to move quickly and silently in combat, executing enemy assassins with lightning-fast dexterity. The stealth armor mod, which has very sharp 
shapes and uh, angles reminiscent of a knife or blade does a number of things to help a player that likes to get up close and personal up (laughs) up close and personal it adds sound dampening when sprinting animations are performed faster to minimize the time that you're vulnerable and has a minor effect on Promethean vision. Typically when Promethean vision is activated, people appear red. When you use stealth, though, only your outline appears red. Many times when someone is using Promethean vision, they scan quickly. So if there's, not, if there's a lot going on, they may miss you. Or you can hope anyway. Uh, wet work gold visor. Wet work blue orange visor. Wet work armor set, wet work armor set variant, and DMR weapon skin. So I guess those are those are the different. unlocks. Yeah. 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 That sounds pretty cool. I like the fact that you can do the enemy assassinations faster because yeah. when you go up and do that, while you're going, while you're stuck in that animation, you, you know you can't do anything, but you're vulnerable to being attacked and killed. So the faster, the better. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. All right, the next one is the Pioneer. And again, the Wet Work and the Pioneer, I think that's what we said. Were the, those are the two that everybody's going to have out the gate. Um, right? Wasn't that the two? Looking, I'm looking back where we said that. I thought it said Wet Work and Pioneer were the first two. Oh, yeah, there it's, duh, it's right there. So this is the second one everybody will have access to right away. Uh, the Spartan optimization for deployment into uncharted hostile territory, such as uncolonized worlds or forerunner constructs like Requiem, for the purpose of gathering and relaying information. The Fast Track Armor Mod. The Fast Track Armor Mod allows Spartans to gain more ex- experiential data from each encounter, effectively ranking up quicker during the process. Yeah, that's what I like. Because I suck, so I need something to help me rank up faster. <laughs> uh, the Fast Track Armor mod features armor that has wiring, which runs throughout the armor to control temperatures and extreme conditions. Gameplay-wise, it gives the player more post-game experience. In-game, if you get 10 points per kill, you won't get more at that exact amount. But after the game, it modifies the amount of experience your Spartan earns to increase the speed at which you rank up. It's not for everyone because it takes up a primary spot. It could be used for something like carrying an extra grenade or sprinting longer. And in case you're wondering, you can't change to it at the end of a game and get more experience for the entire match. Yes, we're on to you. <laughs> nice. So some of the um, unlocks here is the Pioneer Gold Visor, Pioneer Silver Blue Visor, Pioneer Armor Set, Pioneer Armor Set Variant, and a Plasma Pistol Weapon Skin. Okay. Next one is the Engineer. The Engineer Specialization is Spartan optimization for the subversion, repair, and reconstitution of a wide range of technology, including Covenant and Forerunner complex networks. Drop Recon Armor Mod. The uh, the Armor Mod allows users to predict the location and time of an ordnance drop through an external suborbital monitoring system. The Drop Recon Armor Mod the helmet of which has four socket connections for add-ons, depending on the task, lets you know that Infinity Ordnance is coming and what that uh, Infinity Ordnance is. 
you see the waypoint and the type of weapon that is coming down prior to the weapon entering the game. The specific time is still being fine-tuned. Organized teams will find this armor mod useful because with communication, there is the likelihood you can beat everybody to the weapon spawns uh, your team finds most desirable. And the unlocks here are Engineer Gold Visor, Engineer Pink Purple Blue Visor, Engineer Armor Set, Engineer Armor Set Variant, and the Suppressor Weapon Skin. That sounds like a pretty cool mod. Yeah. It reminds me of like, you know, like uh, I think of Call of Duty where they're dropping in uh, like a care package or something. You'll be able to see it before it's even dropped, like knowing where it's going to land so that you can get your team over there. Um, that's pretty cool. I, I, oh, that, yeah. that could really turn the tide of a match. So, All right. The next one is the tracker. The tracker specialization is Spartan optimization for long range target tracking. Uh, transcontinental and off-world, particularly in scenarios where conventional tracking has failed or such a substantial time has passed that the trail has gone cold. The Requisition Armor Mod. The Requisition Armor Mod allows users the ability to recall their own ordnance requests in order to acquire more helpful weapons in the field. The Requisition Armor Mod, the helmet, of which has a scanning device on the front of the visor, allows you to choose a new set of personal ordnance when a personal ordinance is granted. When the menu for a personal ordinance appears in your system, hitting left, down, or right on the D-pad selects the relevant option. When you have requisition and hit up, you receive a new random selection of choices. This armor mod doesn't have knowledge of what ordinances previous, had previously, so while you're not guaranteed better choices, you're more likely to get the weapon you're good with or your favorite power-up if you didn't get it the first time around. Some of the unlocks are the gold visor, the purple visor, armor set, uh, a variant armor set and the bolt shot weapon skin. Okay, next one is the rogue, the rogue specialization. Spartan optimization for single operative missions, which require a lone Spartan to be deployed on their own for incredibly long durations of time, even years if required. The stability armor mod. The stability armor mod allows users to increase their aiming stability when being fired upon. The stability armor mod, which features several sharp, thin elements and sharp angles, makes you flinch less when you're zoomed in and getting hit. It will be valuable to players that prefer using precision weapons and often find themselves engaged in long-range battles. If two similarly skinned or skilled players, both with DMRs, and using scopes go head-to-head, -head, the person with stability has a small advantage. Skills, or Skill and steady hands will still win the day, but stability allows you to keep your aim on target when facing multiple bullet strikes. Similarly, when, uh, similarly the player with DMR and stability will have a larger advantage over a player with AR at, short, at long range. But... And yes, there's always a but. The player they're fighting may have had or <laughs> may have made a choice for a different mod in that slot, which may come into play with additional grenade or something else. Victory is never guaranteed. And the unlocks here are Rogue Gold Visor, Rogue Red Orange Silver Visor, Rogue Armor Set, Rogue Rogue Armor, 
set variant and the carbine weapon skin. All right. Next is Stalker. The Spartan optimization for target shadowing missions, which require tactical invisibility, despite operating at an extremely close range to the target itself. The Nemesis armor mod allows users to target and track down previous attacking enemies, highlighting them on the armor's passive sensors. Nemesis armor, which features lines that are both strong and stealthy, give you an icon on your HUD of the last person that killed you. While some people utilize it to get revenge, others use it to avoid the person, for obvious reasons. Uh, it's also useful when playing defense for seeing where an offensive player is going. On maps with limited visibility, Nemesis can provide a short window of intelligence in the movement of enemy players or teams, allowing a respawning team to react and steal a match. In playtesting, we've seen players thrusting, trusting the extra information implicitly and falling for feints, or being target fixated with the extra information and being lured into unfavorable situations. As with everything in Halo, this upgrade allows you to tailor your play to your style, but remember that the enemy team is aware of the ability and will be countering and often use it, using it or another option to tip the scale back in their favor. Unlocks are the gold visor, the yellow-green visor, armor set, armor set variant, and the battle rifle weapon skin. It just amazes me how they even managed to code any of this stuff into these games. Oh, I know. How, and, uh, and it happens so quickly, too. I know. I'm, I'm just in here like, how did, how did they even do this stuff? Okay, next one is the Pathfinder. The Pathfinder specialization is the Spartan optimization for deep, unconventional deployment with unknown enemy territory and with little to no assistance from command. The Gunner Armor Mod decreases the time of weapon overheat when occupying a vehicle. Uh, weapon position and increases Spartan speed while carrying a detached hurt. The Gunner Armor Mod, which was designed to explore alien worlds, has two major functions. One, when you're on a mounted anti-infantry gun, a warthog, and the uh, secondaries of Wraith, uh, Scorpion, etc. The guns overheat less quickly, allowing you to fire longer at the maximum rate of fire. And two, when you pull the gun off an emplaced mount, you move faster, allowing you to use those guns more effectively, offensively, instead of just defensively. You still won't be able to use armor abilities or sprint, but you can move faster, bringing some heavy firepower to any offensive attack. Unlocks our Pathfinder Gold Visor, the Orange Green Visor, uh, Armor Set, the Pathfinder Armor Set Variant, and the Assault Rifle Weapon Skin. Okay, we're down to the last one. That's the operator. The Spartan optimization for the operation and control of a wide range of vehicles, space, air, ground, and sea. The Wheelman Armor Mod gives Spartans the skill to coax every bit of stamina and durability out of vehicles they are piloting. Wheelman Armor, which features cylinder packs that could be pre-placed with more oxygen or cooling material, depending on the mission makes you suffer the negative effects of an overcharged plasma pistol burst for less than the normal time. Vehicles you drive are also more durable over a longer period of time. You can still get hijacked, but the window for that is smaller. The unlocks are the gold visor, orange-purple visor, armor set, armor set variant, and the magnum weapon skin. 
So some players are, will select their specialization based on weaknesses, trying to make up for skill-based deficiency. Others will select their specialization based on strength, hoping to turn close games into more solid victories. Whichever path you choose to take, you should make a meaningful decision for your playstyle, no matter what decisions others are making. So what do you think, Rob? You like this idea? I'm, yeah, I mean, it, it's very cool how they did the specializations. And I got to say, I am very, like, exhausted from, from reading all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot. To, yeah, it's like, I need something to drink now. I know. I, I'm, I'm glad I had a pop next to me. <laughs> yeah, I might have to take a, a short break here to like, run down and get something. Um, go down I, to the lobby. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves a treat. And that will not be edited out of the show. Love <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, I do. I do the editing. I can pull it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'll be the new uh, intro song. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I like what they're doing. Um, I, I don't know if I like the fact that you have to play through to level 50 before you can do any of this, but being that you can only do one at a time, I think it's maybe not as a big of a deal. Um, and I don't think it may impact the game that much. So it's not like... I don't think it's going to make you so overpowered that new gamers or new players are going to like quit because they just can't compete. But there will be a difference, and there will be some advantages for your, you know, the long-time players. Don't they sound like they're very, like, teeny, tiny little advantages? I mean, it's just like a tiny, slight enhancement. Which, it's not which something I like. That, yeah, it, it's not going to let you, you know, own a level or something, you know? Yeah, and then you get people that are coming in for the first time trying it out. They're, you know, and they just get owned so badly they don't ever want to play the game. So it sounds like it, it's not going to be something that's so recognizable, but I think it does give you an advantage. But it's almost like a lot of these are like if you use them correctly and if your team works together, then you can really take advantage of them. So, um, and, and I like the way that you get up to level 50 and then it's like, you know, typically it's like now you've extended it. So now you can go on for... This whole, you can unlock this specialization, if you will, okay? And then, what, 10 levels they said for that? And then you got to go through all 10 before you can unlock a different one. So, and right. there's what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So, essentially, we're looking at level 130. There's an, like an additional 80 levels, if you will, wow. past level 50. So... Because um, each one has 10 levels in and of itself. Now, I'm sure they're going to be different. It's not going to be like level 51 where it's going to take you forever. It, you know, those 10 levels will probably come a little quicker than your first 50. But um, it definitely get, it's definitely going to expand. You know, people are going to want to have all of them unlocked. So that's going to take some serious game time. So I think it's pretty yeah. cool. I yeah, like what they're sure. doing. So... Um, so that's it for those. The next thing regarding and Halo. how soon is Halo coming out? Uh, it's November, I believe. November. So I think, about I think, two, three no, months then. No, November sixth is the release date. Yeah, so a little bit over two months. So like nine weeks, ten weeks. We'll yeah. see how this works. 
So there was a comment, or there was um, another thing where the achievements achievement list was leaked recently, and people noticed that there's only eight missions in the game. So uh, Frank O'Connor got on to talk about that, and he said that this didn't reflect how long each uh, mission would be. So posing, uh, he wrote, the, the number of missions has no bearing on the length of the campaign. It's a Halo-sized campaign plus Spartan Ops, etc. Now, his words were then added to by 343 Industry designer David Ellis, who claimed that Spartan Ops season alone is longer than Halo 3 ODST. Wow. Now, Spartan Ops and the campaign are completely separate things. So after you complete the eight missions in the campaign, which is supposedly a typically length campaign for Halo, which is pretty decent in size. They've always been pretty good si- uh, good length of games. Then you still got Spartan Ops, um, which is a new story-driven game mode set to, uh, to feature in Halo 4, which is going to replace the firefight mode. Um, gamers can play it on their own or cooperatively with up to three other players. And the first season of Spartan Ops plans to deliver five new objective-based missions and cinematics each week over a 10-week period. So we're going to get five... Let me read that again. Five new objective-based missions each week for 10 weeks. That's 50 missions in 10 weeks. Wow. If this content taken in isolation, it will consist of more content than Halo 3 ODST. So the new mode and all that's going to be part of it will be bigger than the, the standalone game was for ODST. So I, I think we're going to have so much gaming going on in this. Um, but I am blown away by five new objective-based missions every week for 10 weeks. And that just says the first season of Spartan Ops. Right. So I would say they're probably... And I don't know if Spartan Ops is... It's included in the game, so maybe the first season is going to be free. And then maybe they're going to do, you know, because it says first season. That tells me there's going to be more than one. And maybe that will, they'll, maybe they'll charge for the additional seasons after that. But that's that's just a f- crap ton of content. I mean, even if you're, even if you're new, your five new missions, even if they're 20 minutes long, you're still looking at, uh, an hour and a half every week of new content for 10 weeks. You know, and I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know how long each level will be, you know, so it'll be interesting to, to see this, but I'm definitely getting yeah. this game. I gotta, I gotta make sure I have this one pre-ordered or on my <laughs> list. Oh, Amazon. I got it up right now. Well, I'm waiting to get, um, I'm not ordering anything yet until, um, what you call it? Oh yeah, I've got it on my thing. Ooh, the price drop too. So um, I'm waiting for my Borderlands two to get in because then I'll get a ten dollar discount off my next pre-order. Did you do Borderlands uh, through Amazon? Yes. 
Okay. Yep. So, and it looks like, I think, Assassin's Creed comes out October. Ooh, I might have to apply it to that. Oh, XCOM Enemy Unknown comes out October 9th, so might have to put it towards that. Then my $10 from that will go to AC3. Then my $10 from AC3 will go to Halo 4. <laughs> I'm gonna have to drop. I'm gonna have to drop uh, Gamefly again. <laughs> it's like a Black Ops 2. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon, Deep Island, Riptide, um, Assassin's Creed 3, XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, Halo 4, all of which I'm planning to buy. Wow. And possibly Resident Evil 6. I'm thinking about that one too. Wow, lots of good stuff coming out. Yeah. Uh, Hitman Absolution is another one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just too much stuff. Too much stuff. So, anyways, so many, so many games, so little time. So, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of Halo. So, don't miss it when it gets here. Okay. So, Netflix just recently added a feature to uh, their Xbox 360 app, and that's to do. Uh, people search or actor search, what are you going to call it? So when Wing goes through and, you know, he's, you know, looking for his Madonna fix, you know, he can, you know, track down that she was in Dick Tracy and he can watch it. Body of evidence, baby. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the or, right movie? I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> or there was that one. Yes, it other. is. Body of evidence. yeah yeah if you're gonna watch a madonna movie you gotta watch that one (laughs) all right make sure the kitties are in bed yes and that was probably young madonna right oh yeah younger madonna younger yes yes i don't think she's done anything in forever really movie wise right i don't know i do not follow her Sure. Yeah. I don't even know why why that came to mind when you said Madonna. <laughs> I don't even know. I was trying because <laughs> I know I know you're part of the fan club. Yeah, of course. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. So that that feature's been added through the three to the 360 app. I guess it's been on the PS3 app for a while. And um, have at it if you have Netflix. Yay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, Rob, we've talked, uh, we've heard and rumors and about free-to-play coming to yeah, Xbox forever. Live. Yeah, forever. Looks like Xbox 360, or I should say Xbox Live, is finally going to get its very first free-to-play game. Okay. I'm um, skeptical. Happy Wars! By <laughs> oh, Toy I'm Log- very skeptical. <laughs> Happy Wars! By Toy Logic will be available for free to all Xbox Live Gold members this fall. So, first of all, let me let me repeat that. Will be available for free to all Xbox Live Gold members this fall. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's not free if you have to pay for gold. <laughs> like, you know, that's what kills me is that it's like they act like they're doing something, but they're they're pulling fifty, sixty dollars out of your pocket still. So. Okay, whatever. Beyond that, it just—it just to me when I read those types of things, it's just funny to me because it says it's free, but no, you got to pay for gold. So, um, 
but the game promises large-scale multiplayer action that supports yeah, 15 to, on 15 looks like yeah up to 30 players um it'll make money through the sale of lavishly rendered items for your character to flaunt your originality on the field of valor uh okay so in other words you're going to play dress up with your characters um no release date has been set but we're other than fall of 2012 and um so it looks like and we still don't have a well <laughs> the game's official site still lists its prices to be determined <laughs> i thought it was free to play so i don't know chew on that one for a little bit <laughs> yeah I, I was just looking at the trailer yeah hmm yeah, I'm not buying it. Literally. Sorry, I'm I'm being interrupted. Hold on. <laughs> Keep talking, Rob Stahl. Okay. All right, uh, just go on to the next story. So, a uh, little bit of Mass Effect 3 news. Uh, the Leviathan DLC trailer uh, has hit and looks like the next trip is going to be to an ocean planet so you know you can go on uh, all the normal search places and check it out are you still there yeah sorry keep stalling <laughs> <No problem>. <laughs> <laughs> the wife is interrupting me <laughs> oh <laughs> those are two bad words i'm sorry i completely uh, missed what you just said did you just do the next uh no, I, yeah i just talked about the trailer briefly so the trailers hit uh, going to an ocean environment. The DLC is going to arrive on the 28th of August for 800 Microsoft points. And Sweet. Yeah, I was going to say, what's today? Today's the 26th, though. Tuesday. Yep. A single-player add-on that takes Shepard to a planet completely underwater. I'm going to have to probably get this. Yeah. I've played all the DLC. Well... Uh, all the previous games, I did all the DLC, bought them all, played them all, loved them. I didn't get the last one, I don't think, but it was a multiplayer thing. But I think it was all free, so I think this is the first paid for Mass Effect 3. But I think I'm going to have to get it. I mean, I just really love the game. So I'm going to have to probably get this. Okay. So. Sweet. I twisted my arm again. Ow! <laughs> Stop, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do, don't do. Cha-ching. Sorry. <laughs> you will buy this DLC <laughs> from us and you will like it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I just did a German accent, but I have no idea. <laughs> All right. They are the evil, the evil oppressors. Something like that. All right. Well, I think we'll jump into something that I'm going to call community topics. And this is something that I think we're going to start doing every week. We'll see how it goes. But what yeah. I did tonight was right before we started. So I didn't give our community much time. I was like, Hmm, let's see what the community wants to, wants us to talk about. So I Twittered and Facebooked. What do you want us to talk about on the show? And I got actually right away, I got several people responding back so maybe next week we'll give it even more if we give it a, few, a little bit more time. And I got to say thanks to my lovely wife who just brought me a nice cold Coca-Cola. See, lovely is see, much better than see, the. My lovely Here, listen to this. Ah, isn't that awesome? Yes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Um, so anyways, community topic. So kind of want to make sure that, you know, if we're anything you guys want to hear from us, that we cover it. Um, and that's what we're going to be doing each week. So if you do have something you want to hear, get the, get the word out. Um, let us know by tweeting us, emailing us, Facebooking us. Um, I'll probably put the a thread up in the Facebook group each week. So that'd be the best place to respond. But anyways, so the first thing that came through was not something I was actually planning to talk about but this was a request from one of our community listeners named and i'm gonna call you out so dark eye defender <laughs> um dark eye defender wanted me to comment on particular cheating that he witnessed going on by someone in the community now yesterday i got on uh and i was waiting for democulus to get on so we could play inversion and i see him playing call of duty 4 and he sends me a message and says something to the fact of, I'll be on shortly. Um, my buddy is playing the the mission where you're in the airplane and you got to get out of the airplane, the president's airplane, like in 30 seconds or something like that. It's like really hard to do. It's like the Mile High Club achievement. Really hard to do. So he's got his buddy playing it and his buddy got the achievement for him on his gamer tag. What's so, wrong with that? So that well, that's my question because <laughs> I, you know, of course we were talking in the party before he got there about it, and uh, we even ragged him a little bit when he got in the party. And I'm like, you're cheating. I mean, it's like he didn't even do it. You know, it's not to me. It's like why you, you didn't you, you didn't even have you didn't even boost it. I mean, if you're boosting, at least you're doing it, even though you're still quote cheating or circumventing the system and not earning the achievement the, the, the way it's intended to be earned you didn't even do it yourself <laughs> you know it's like so i gotta pose this question to the community and i know we're not in a, we're not the achievement hounds um but i i gotta i gotta give demo and him and i we're buddies we play all the time and i know he'll you know he's he's gonna take this the right way i'm, I'm not ragging on him but and I want to hear from him, too. Um, is it cheating? You know, if, if someone else is doing an achievement for you. Now, I've had my kids get them for me on, but not intentionally. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe intentionally I had them play a Connect title in my gamer tag or something. But Connect ones are harder because it recognizes them and puts their gamer tag in. So, But, um, I mean, I don't know. You, you, what do you think, Rob? If you If you, well, you did it, Rob. No, you, had, you did it. You had me you did it. Dash of destruction, so you could. <laughs> I did not ask you to do that. You did it of your own free will. <laughs> How could I do? You had to give me your password to your account. <laughs> no, I was logged into your box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because that's when I was still living there in in Chicago, and you came yeah. and stayed logged in. That's right. Yeah, because I think I logged in for <laughs> it was like rock band or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then you conveniently stayed logged in and told me to tell you when I was done. <laughs> so, I don't know. How do you feel, Rob? You completed the game, but you didn't. I feel fantastic. You feel fantastic. <laughs> all right, it does, well, did not bother me at all <laughs> for well, that game it, I hate. I know it doesn't bother Demo because he's like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> now I can 1K the game. So, But I'm curious. I, I would love to hear from the, the community what you guys think of it because – you know, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about boosting. Um, I, I think 
like if the next Xbox comes out and if they were to like start you over, I would not, I think I really would only get the achievements that I really played and earned legit. I've got a lot of stuff on my card that I boosted um, that, you know, is not legit. And it's like, I'd rather have like, I actually did this, you know, because I, I look at it as like, what's the point if I didn't do it? Right. You know, oh, you got this achievement. No, not really. A buddy of mine got it for me. You know, nah, my kid got it. You know, um, it, it's like, I don't know. I just, I, I, it's like, I feel like I'd rather have like a clean slate <laughs> so that I can say this is my true score. And you know what? If I'm only at 20,000 gamer score, who cares? You know, um, I like earning the achievements, you know, don't get me wrong, but I, I'd rather, I think I enjoy those that I actually earned legitimately a lot more than those that I've boosted or, you know, um, and I don't like the boost unless it's something that I've really enjoyed the game. And there's just some certain ones that just, you know what, I'm going to have no choice, but the, you know, and I would like to complete it that way. Then I don't mind, you know, but I really love like borderlands. There was not a boost there. I got every achievement in that entire game. I didn't have to boost anything. I didn't have to cheat my way to get them all. It was all earned legitimately. And it's like, that's probably one of my most favorite games for progress and achievements is because it, it was legit. Um, Ghost Recon 2, there was some boosting there for some of the multiplayer, but most of that was all earned legit. You know, it's just like that hour-long defend, man. It's like, whew, that was brutal. But it's my favorite one because we, we all worked at it. We all earned it, you know. So, but anyway, I'm just, I'm curious what people think about that, you know. Not, not the boosting, but having someone else do the achievement for you. What do you think about that? I'm just curious of some comments. And Demo, shoot us a voicemail. Let us know what you think. Um, I mean, I know what you think, but you can you can put your, your opinion in the <laughs> yeah. in the show for next week. Um, and again, I'm not ragging on him. I just it's it's funny, and I know he'll take it that way. So um, don't get offended, demo. Uh, the next one, this comes in from Voodoo Seventy, and I think it's Voodoo Seventy. I I, I know it's Voodoo. I'm always calling him Voodoo, and then I was trying to remember. What his name is, is, I think there was a number after that. So when you send us uh, a question like this for next week in the in the Facebook, throw in your gamer tag too so that I know, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, that way I know who it is. Just throw in your gamer tag real quick so that I know who's asking the question. Because I don't want to use your real name. Um, and, and, you know, some people don't want that. I got one here. I'm going to give the name because I don't have anything else. Um, and I don't know if it's your real name or made up name. I don't know. But anyways, Voodoo wrote in, he said he wants to hear about armored kill and connect price drops. So which one do you want to take, Rob? I'll take the connect. <laughs> you would do that to me. <laughs> but yes, I would. I well, responded back to him and I said, isn't armored kill, isn't that a battlefield three DLC? I said, I can't see myself talking about it, <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, the community requested. So here it is. Um, now, the, the the odd thing about these these questions from the community, the hard part's going to be what I'm going to tell you. You probably already know because all I'm going to do is tell you what it is. Um, and you obviously, I mean, he's a big Battlefield fan, um, and this is like where I wish Brun was still with us um, because Brun probably knows a lot more about this, and is I know he's looking forward to this. Um, but Armored Kill is is a DLC pack. That's going to be coming out 
on Xbox 360 and the PC on September 11th um, for premium members. Um, for Battlefield 3 players you, that are not premium members, you'll have to wait till September 25th for this content. Um, now, what content it is? What is it? Blah, blah, blah. There, now I'm talking like Rob. So here's some of the features. You get all-out vehicle warfare on four new maps. This includes the biggest maps in Battlefield history. There's going to be new vehicles, including tanks, ATVs, and mobile artillery. They're going to bring back five new vehicle unlocks to the base game. Um, oh, so you can bring some of the vehicles back into the regular game. Okay, that's interesting. You can earn 20-plus unlocks for the new vehicles in Armored Kill. There's new tank superiority game mode. And all maps are playable with all six game modes. Um, now, if you... If you own Battlefield 3 Premium, you get this. Let's see, this is included with a one-time fee of $50. So if you buy Battlefield 3 Premium for $50, you actually get five expansion packs. Or the five expansion packs are included. So um, I'm going to click View More. There's so there's I'm going to see what the expansion packs are. So well. Oh, yeah, it's five, but the first one, that's so stupid. Back to Karkand. I remember we talked about this. That came if you pre-ordered the game. So you really aren't getting that free. Most people probably have it. But if for some reason you don't have Back to Karkand, you get that. That's out now. Close Quarters is out now. Um, you will get Armored Kill, which comes in September. Then you'll get the Aftermath DLC, which comes in December. And then Endgame, which comes out in March of 2013. So if you're paying the 50 bucks, you'll get all five expansion packs plus the premium all the stuff that comes with the premium um, which is standout with exclusive in-game items powerful new features exclusive online double xp events and insider tactics from dice um, so and a whole bunch of more stuff so there you go i i, I don't unfortunately i'm sorry i don't have any more you'll have to listen to our our guys over. Well, I, I can't even think you can't even send you to the Battlefield podcast anymore. I think they moved. Um, they're now affiliated with another group. But um, if you go to battlefieldpodcast.com and they'll probably direct you. Um, in fact, I'll look why Rob's talking. But and I know Voodoo is already well into those guys. He knows what's going on. So, but for those that didn't know, um, yeah, that's that's where you go. Um, and as for Battlefield Podcast, they have moved on to host the Don't Revive Me Bro podcast over at Battlefield O. Battlefield O. So it's the word Battlefield with a letter O after it. Uh, that's BattlefieldO.com. So those guys, uh, those guys are, they're all about Battlefield. So, but I hope that was helpful. Okay. All right, the next piece is for the Connect. A little bit of news happened uh, last week where the price dropped a couple bucks down to $109.99. So that's $110 US dollars, down $40 from $150. Uh, Major Nelson made the announcement uh, basically saying that North America, along with Latin America, 
and Asia Pacific regions would have that price drop effective the 22nd of August. And then the price will drop in Australia and New Zealand on October 4th. And Japan, who knows? Looks like uh, no news on that one. So that was the Connect news. So if you if you don't have a Connect, maybe you'll go out there and get one now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that forty bucks that you save could be used to buy your uh, copy of Borderlands Two. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So our next one question comes from uh, Alpac. Uh, wants to know about Halo. Wants us to talk about Halo Four soundtrack and Halo Four. I think we pretty much covered Halo Four this week, but the Halo Four soundtrack, if, for those that are interested, is coming out on October twenty second. Um, special editions are going to run seventy five. What? Seventy five dollars. What? So there's going to be two versions of the Halo Four soundtrack. And I, I gotta, I gotta know it. $75. Okay. Okay. But only one's gonna only one of them will cost more than the game itself. This is composed by Massive Attack alumni Neil David David. The standard edition Halo 4 soundtrack will encompass 15 tracks from the game's score in both physical and digital formats for $13.98. The special edition two disc box set on the other hand will set you back 75 buckaroos. Wow. Now, this is going to include the standard soundtrack, 14-track remix album, uh, a behind-the-scenes... So, it's 14-track, not the 15-track that the standard one gets. Okay, you pay more money and they take well, the song away from you. Well, that's a remix, so one song isn't remixed. Oh, okay. Maybe. Unless uh, there's multiples. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a behind-the-scenes making of Halo 4 music <laughs> DVD. And an accompanying hardcover book with composition notes from Neil Davidge, plus exclusive behind-the-scenes photos and exclusive artwork images. The kit also comes with a 12-inch art print signed by Davidge, an honest-to-goodness vinyl record with Cortana and Master Chief on the disc itself, and a special shirt for you Xbox Live avatar. So whether your Halo music monetary threshold is $14 or $75, both versions will be available at Halo Waypoint. <laughs> wow. $75 for a soundtrack. <laughs> wow. That's got to be a first. I mean, there's a lot that comes with it, but... I mean, that's that's more than the game. Like, wow. You know, I I, I really believe there's going to be people out there that are going to buy it. You know, the music fans that... You know, hardcore music fans that love Halo, I could see them getting it. But, oh, yeah. You know, the... 75 bucks. I can definitely see the $14 version being sold quite a bit, so. Okay. Yeah, it says available for the $75 edition. It includes the Halo 4 original soundtrack and then the Halo 14, Halo 4, 14 track remix album. So you're actually, you're right, Rob. They're, um, so it's 29 songs. Yeah, you're getting all 15 plus another 14, which have been redone, so. And then all the other stuff that we mentioned. And remixes are kind of a crapshoot sometimes. I mean, you got good ones and um, the other ones. <laughs> 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 you got the good ones and then you got everything else. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. I don't yeah. know. 
uh, let us know which one you guys plan to buy. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, when you were reading it, I'm like, oh, T-shirt for your avatar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should I should know better by now, knowing that if it ever says T-shirt, it's always going to be for an avatar. It's never going to be one for you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So next is from Dirty Bite. He says he wants to talk wants to talk about Borderlands Two, or on how OnLive lied to its employees and to everyone else and could be no <laughs> longer around. Also, Microsoft <laughs> is calling for a mixer Sorry. with ex OnLive employees called Interactive Entertainment Business and OnLive Mixer. It will be held on Monday, August twenty seventh, tomorrow. With the company's campus in Silicon Valley. This is a good thing. Just think about how Sony paid $380 million for Gaika, Gaikaya, I don't know. Whatever. It was an on-live competitor. Yeah. So first off, Borderlands 2. I don't know if we got much left to talk about at this point. I don't think we've heard anything new outside of what we talked about what the last two weeks. Um. I'm just stoked about the game. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, I can't wait. It's like, you know, I'm like, oh, what, we got three weeks. What are we, four weeks away from today? Comes out on the 18th. So we got, what, one more week here of August. And then one, two. So three weeks, essentially. Three, yeah, three weeks. Yeah, it'd be three weeks from this coming Tuesday. Tuesday, So I'm ready. I got to, oh, I still got to put my PTO in tomorrow. Ah, I got to do that. Because <laughs> I'm taking the 19th off, baby. I'm taking it off. Yeah. And I'm going to lock my office door. I'm going to. And you're going to take it off. And I'm not answering. I don't care what happens. The wife can handle everything. <laughs> Kids, leave me alone. Wife, leave me alone. Dog and cat, leave me alone. The world needs to leave me alone <laughs> for two days. That's all I'm asking. And if you take it off, I'm sure they will leave you alone. Yeah, right. Oh. So out of all of the places that are selling Borderlands 2, you got it from Amazon, right? Cha-ching! Yes, I did. And as far as, you know, the little pre-order bonuses, etc., does Amazon have anything worthwhile in comparison? Um, or? You know what? Let me look at my orders. Because um, I, I don't remember. I mean, I just ordered it. I, I didn't. Uh, I have no idea. Um, let's see my orders placed. Ah, Borderlands 2, not yet shipped. Come on, ship it. Big surprise there. I get, uh, what I'm getting from them is a $10 credit. Yep. And pre-order bonus offer. So the, I love the $10 credit. I mean, that's the main reason I even go to them because you get $10 that you apply to the next game. That's better than a skin or something. Dude, Borderlands 2 cost me 40 bucks. Oh, because nice. I had two other pre-order bonuses, and you can lump them together. Yep. That's the beauty. Um, but on top of it, I'm also getting, let's see, um, blah, 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 access to the Borderlands 2 Premier Club, which that's what gives you the gold key, Vault Hunter's Relic, Gearbox Gun Pack, and the new Macromancer class. And then the promotional credit and the, pro- okay, let's see, uh, that, I think that's it. So the Borderlands 2 Premier Club, which is what you get everywhere if you pre-ordered it. So mm-hmm. there doesn't look to be anything else. And I don't know if anybody else is really doing anything different. 
I'm going to look up uh, GameStop. I think GameStop had something. I saw an ad for it the other day. But still, I mean, it, it, to me, the 10 bucks is worth it. Because, you know, a skin or an avatar item or you, even an in-game weapon is <laughs> doesn't compete with 10 bucks. You What they're getting at GameStop is the exclusive Creature Slaughter Dome. Enter the Creature Slaughter Dome and face off against the toughest monsters in all Pandora. You can gain experience and gear to bring back into the main game. Hmm. Ten bucks is still better. Yeah, I mean, there's, I just, you know, usually this type of in-game stuff, there's not a ton of stuff. I mean, would it be cool to have additional content? Oh, yeah. But ten bucks is nice (laughs) because it helps me towards the next game. So. Actually, I think I will... Do, 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 do. Purchase. I think I will do it myself right here, right now. So, you, so you got the standard? I just bought the standard. Yeah, I just couldn't make myself pay for the the big one, even though I really wanted it. But it's just too much money. Even the deluxe is what a hundred bucks. You know, I just I just want to play the game, man. That's all I need is to play the game. Yeah. I'll be perfectly happy with the six, six, for my $40 version. Yeah. So I think we talked about this on a, on a previous show where ultimately, I, you know, I don't know about you, but ultimately all that extra stuff, I usually wind up pitching later on at some point. Yeah, I don't really have room for it, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, all the stuff, no matter how cool it is, you eventually run out of shelf space. And boy, do you ever run out of shelf space when you have board games <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they all go on the shelf. So Yeah, I got a half a shelf just with nothing but stupid Skylander characters. Now I hate that yeah. I bought them. So. Oh. And, and that really, I think the Skylanders thing was it really, was that was always in the back of my mind when I was thinking about this Borderlands 2. Because I'm like, I look over at these darn things and I'm like, man, I had to have them, had to have them, spend all that money and they just sit here collect dust. So, you know, it, it's like, wow, I really fell for that. I take um, it you don't play it anymore? No. My kids do. They play on their DS and they come in all the time and will grab a new character because they can put them in their game. Right. So they do it all the time. So, you know, we may still buy some here or there. Probably at Christmas time we might get some more for the kids. But And the new game, Giants, is coming out. So, But I'm not getting involved in buying all the giant characters. I just can't. <laughs> so, but. It, it cuts into your uh, Gamefly budget. So... Well, let's talk about OnLive, the online service that a lot of, I mean, I always thought for a long time that Microsoft might actually buy these people out a long time ago when this came on, Um, but that's not what happened. So are you familiar with OnLive and what happened, Rob? Uh, A little bit. I haven't been reading too much about it, but uh, I've been hearing bits and pieces about how they had some funky ownership changes i i don't now i know the question from dirty bike came in saying that the company lied to the employees and everyone else and now they're basically they went broke essentially but someone else bought them out and got rid of about 50 percent of the workforce so i thought it was one guy that bought them 
So it wasn't really a company. Well, you know, it was basically spearheaded by one guy. And some of the stuff that happened might have been almost on purpose so that this thing could happen and that they didn't budget enough to be able to uh, keep everybody employed. So they're keeping like half or a quarter of the employees. That's pretty much what I heard. Yeah, well, I'm not sure what what Dirty Bites referring to that they lied to them. Um, I I did read this article that Steve Perlman, the CEO, basically was trying. He said he was he'd been a nonstop fundraising machine that he's and it just he just couldn't get any more money, um, and they just you know essentially just ran out of, uh, of of funding. So you know I don't know if they've been kind of keeping the employees in the dark, but. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, no company's ever going to come out and say, oh, by the way, here's, you know, you're going to get laid off or we're, we're going bankrupt because they don't want people to bail, you know, especially their best people, the people they need. Um, I mean, they keep, you know, every company keeps their employees in the dark, man. Um, no one's ever upfront and honest. Um, it, it's just, you know, especially in our world, Rob, with IT. You know, and a lot of times, if you even turn in your resignation, you're you're done that day. You know, a lot, a lot of times because you yeah. can't give the two weeks notice. To, you know, uh, it, it happens a lot in IT because you know they don't want you to, you know, especially like if you're an admin with God rights as we call it, they don't want you to. They don't know what you're gonna do. You know, which is, is still kind of stupid because if you're turning your notice in and you were gonna do something, you probably would have done it before your last two weeks, but. You know, I've seen yeah. it where I've worked for companies where you can't give a notice. You're just done right then and yep. there. Oh, yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I you know, I, it sounds like the guy that was running it's trying doing his best to keep it going. Um, thankfully, at least thankfully for the customers of OnLive, the service is still continuing uh, for at least half the staff. Um, they still do have jobs. Um, they said for the others... Um, it looks like they were getting a consulting fee. Um, employees who won't be joining the new venture are being offered a very simple consulting agreement. Former employees who help smooth the transition to the new startup will be offered stock options in the new venture. If at some point that new venture becomes profitable, uh, those options gain value. If not, the stock remains worthless. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's yeah. It's sad. I've heard I've heard bits and pieces about this where there was something about how the company had to purchase equipment to handle like peak usage, which I mean makes sense. So, you know, no matter how many subscribers you have, you have to have a certain amount of, you know, processor power to be able to handle what you think is going to be there. For example, in, uh, I work with phone systems. So with a phone system, uh, that you have, let's say you have an office of, you know, 300 employees, a company never buys 300 phone lines. You always buy less, but you, you know, cause nobody's going to be on the phone all the time. You figure people are going to be you know, making phone calls throughout the day. So if you have 300 employees, you can probably get away with 23 or uh, 46 phone lines because they, they usually come in bundles of uh, 23 using the older equipment. 
So with OnLive, they kind of have to do the same thing where, you know, um, you know, if they're, you know, if they have, I don't know how many, let's say 10,000 subscribers, but they figure only 6,000 will be on at one time maximum, you know, they have to purchase the equipment to handle the 6,000 subscribers. But if only 500 are on at a time, you never really can maximize that. Well, I guess maybe I explained that wrong. I think though, if, if you, you have to plan for a certain amount, but if you don't get that subscriber amount, then, then you're, you get hosed in the long run. I think the, I read before that the, they only had, they only averaged 1800 concurrent users. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, servers aren't cheap. Right. And, you know, I really, I really wonder how they kind of did some of that on the head end. Was it like virtual machines of some sorts? Yeah, I it, don't know. It would, it would have to be. But, you know, if it, it's really hard to gauge that kind of stuff and if you you have to overshoot but if you overshoot by too much your expenditures are going to be too high and you know these guys i wouldn't be surprised if the new venture really starts doing something other than just games yeah perhaps um what's interesting and dirty bite brought up uh, brought this up too is that Microsoft is actually, they're having this mixer for the X on Live employees. They're having this tomorrow, Monday the 27th, at Microsoft campus. So they're actually looking, they're going to have this mixer, but they're actually looking to potentially hire a lot of these people. And I've read that article too. And I think that's pretty cool that, you know, this could be a really good way for, not for Microsoft to steal some great talent, because they're not sealing them, but because these people aren't out of work, this is a way that Microsoft could really gain some quality, talented people that have have been working in the cloud-based gaming arena, and they can bring that all that expertise over to possibly enhance and help Microsoft build their cloud services. Because I mean, we have cloud storage now on Xbox Live. What's the next? You know, cloud gaming and stuff like that. Um, I think that would be, you know, I like the idea of cloud gaming. And this is something that um, it takes away your retail copy. But you know what? I think cloud gaming, I'd rather have cloud gaming if I'm going to go digital instead of what we have now where you download it and play it. You know, Um, I'd rather have the cloud because, yeah, if your Internet goes out, you can't play. But, you know, right now my Internet goes out, probably not playing anyways because I play online with people. But um, at least if, you know, you can play it like wherever you're at, you know, you can you can play your games from, you know, you give the options now to maybe play from different platforms. You know, if Xbox has if they were doing cloud service gaming, think about it. They could build an Xbox emulator, excuse me, an Xbox emulator for for Windows that allowed you to log in and and log into your account and play your games on a computer. 
with a with a gamepad. So if you're traveling, I mean, I could like when I traveled like last week, I could pack a controller, uh, you know, into my into my lap in my bag, carry on, and be sitting in a hotel and playing on my laptop, playing an Xbox game in the cloud. I you know, and then all I'm carrying is a controller. I don't have to lug a console and all the type of stuff around anymore. To me, that would be cool, and to me, that makes digital purchasing that just makes it a lot better of a but you know more attractive option to me. Right. So, but I think what Microsoft's doing is pretty cool. I'm glad they're jumping on it, and and so I think maybe you know hopefully a lot of these people from OnLive will find, you know, find a job with a, a much more stable company, and uh, you know us Xbox Live gamers are going to probably welcome anything they can bring to, you know, bring to the service. Oh, yeah. So. But. All right. Well, I guess that, that takes it. That's all of our uh, questions. And, and and if you guys like that, uh, us, you know, doing that, look, join our Facebook group. And because um, that's where I'll post. We'll post the questions out there for you. Give you the opportunity to, re- to reply each week. Uh, so I'll probably post it out there sometime this week saying, what do you want to hear us talk about next week? And you can just throw questions in there at any point on that topic anytime in the next week. So. Okay. All righty. <laughs> Let me throw it to you, Rob. Go okay. Deep. Go deep. I'm throwing the next topic to you. <laughs> All right. So we've got a couple of releases that are coming out. Uh, this week for the 360. Uh, the first one here is going to be Madden NFL 13. Can you believe it's 13? <laughs> out of all these. So this is coming out on the 27th. And uh, just read the description here. Or is that good enough? What do you think? I think everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Another football game. <laughs> More of the same. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. All right, and what what do we got on uh, XBLA this week? Oh, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. Ooh, going to celebrate. That's a fact. Because Rock Band Blitz is coming, baby. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Rock Band. I've been waiting for this oh, arcade show. game. I, I And I don't know why. This, I guess because it's, art, it's Rock Band. It's another something for Rock Band, but it, you don't play with the instruments. You play with the controller. It... it I don't, I don't really know what it is. Um, I really don't. But I, I already planning to buy it. Um, but I'm going to trial it first to see. But Rock Band Blitz brings the excitement of the full bands into your hands, transforming classic Rock Band gameplay into an addictive single-player controller-based experience. No instruments are needed. You can compete with your friends on over 20 amazing new tracks, which are also instantly playable in Rock Band 3, or add your own favorite music. Rock Band Blitz is compatible with 3,500-plus songs in the Rock Band library with an endless combination of power-ups, instrument multipliers, and more. Rock Band Blitz makes every song a replayable rock explosion. I don't know what this game's going to be like. I've seen videos, and I still don't get it. You know, But the videos don't really explain what you're doing. It just shows the game. So... I can't wait till Wednesday, uh, August 29th. This game comes out. It's 1,200 Microsoft points, which is $15. Um, but it's coming out, and I've got tons of DLC. You know, this could maybe even make me buy more DLC songs because there's stuff that I just haven't gotten because I don't play Rock Band anymore. Um, 
but I think it might be fun to play. There's that you know, the music's addictive, you know, and if you like your songs and maybe maybe playing it differently and doing some kind of controller based game, I, I just hope this is fun. Um, so look for it on Wednesday. Bam, I'll be there. All right. Then we've got uh, Joe Danger Two, the movie on the twenty ninth. Uh, download and play an exhilarating. Don't hear that too often. Journey through the greatest action movie ever made, starring the world's greatest stuntman and action hero Joe Danger. Take on Team Nasty in the movie and the deleted scenes modes. Then let your creativity work in the movie maker and four-way multiplayer modes to create cinematic history and entertain millions over Xbox Live. <sighs> I think this was uh, out on Android. I'm sure iOS, too. Oh, yeah? Show Danger? That sounds familiar. Never anyway. heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know how much this will cost yet, but we'll know on Wednesday. So the next one... Uh, that's coming out this week. Another arcade title is WrestleFest. The WWE arcade game fans have cherished for decades is back and better than ever. WWE WrestleFest delivers classic WWE action in 2D. The faithfully recreated experience is complete with current day WWE superstars like John Cena and Randy Orton, as well as iconic WWE legends like Jake the Snake Roberts and Macho Man Randy Savage all poised to compete in a variety of popular match types within several well-known arenas. In WWE WrestleFest, players may also challenge themselves to win series of championships on the road to WrestleMania and engage in multiplayer action. Uh, this will feature one to four players offline and multi-player online with leaderboards. So look for that on Wednesday if you're a fan of wrestling. 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 Again, we have no price on this, but we'll nope. on Wednesday. Okay, that's it for the releases. Now on to the friends list. I, I, I did a little, you'll notice, Rob, there's been some changes to this section too. Noticed. <laughs> so I'm hoping to try to mix things up, bring a little something new, you know. A little. So we're going to have some. Facebook group stuff on here, Twitter shouts that people reply to us, email comments. So we're going to add those in and talk about them every week. Okay. All right. So uh, a couple things that we got on Twitter from Stigmata1977. Got to say awesome to have TXL back. Woo-hoo-hoo. I, I got to agree with that, right? right yeah. Right, yep. Right? Greatest news of the week. Love the show. Uh, Monster Mag writes, good to hear or soon to be heard. And then Bam Sarlo, what happens to the forums? Well, I guess the forums now are on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I think we responded to him last week. I, I can't remember specifically if I if I did mention it last week, but yeah, we got rid of him. So by forums. join our Facebook group instead. Uh, it's just easier. Everybody's on Facebook. So, yeah, it's just a forums. No one was using the old ones, So there was really no point to host them and manage them when no one was using them. So, okay. Then we got uh, one in from Mojo Red. Have we checked out damage 
Incorporated. It's at damageinkthegame.com. Yeah, this is um, like a World War II fighter jet game. Um, I saw the, if you go to the, the, the link that Rob just gave you, um, check it out. The, you can actually, the kind of cool thing is you can buy the limited edition or special edition of the game, and it comes with a joystick. Um, I can't remember the name. It's SciTech or something. I don't even know how to pronounce the name of that company. but Yeah, that's that's right. Okay. So you they make get... keyboards, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So and they make good good equipment. So the the, the flight stick was probably pretty decent, but um, I checked it out. I don't. It looks corny to me. I'm sorry, Mojo, but the the game looks a little corny to me. I don't know. I, I I'm gonna have to. This is something I'm gonna have to demo. So hopefully they do release a demo on Xbox Lives for me to try. Um, but if it's something that is a lot of fun to play, I could definitely see myself getting the uh, flight stick for this, and I think that would be pretty cool. But there's just something about the trailers. When I look at them, it looks... I don't know. It's like it should be an Xbox Live Arcade title. That's kind of what comes to my mind. So, But we'll, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, and I, I kind of wonder if it's trying to be like a, a World War II version of Hawks. <laughs> Oh, then it would be awesome if it was Hawks. Well, if it was if it was Hawk, not Hawk Two. Hawks Two sucked. Yeah, they ruined a great game. But so okay, that's the question then. Is it like Hawks or is it like Hawks Two? <laughs> it looks to me more of like like yeah. Battlefield 1943. Yeah. I mean, obviously with like the visuals look a little better, but it it reminds me of that type of game play and I just don't think I'd want to pay a retail price for that so oh, yeah. but we'll have to check it out everybody else be sure to check it out um, and let us know what you think okay um, you also forgot to mention that we we did get a post somebody said that uh, where was it I think it was it might have been on our Facebook or it was was um, in one of our comments to one of our shows, but somebody started in our Facebook group a gamer tag thread. So, because I had mentioned before, it's like the bad thing about the Facebook group is that we don't know the gamer tags because we get your real names. So, someone started a thread there so that you could post your gamer tags so people could, oh yeah, this you know Mark is wingman. So, but I, I refused to post my gamer tag in there. I even stated that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Refuse to give it out. <laughs> you want to keep it secret? Yep, I'm keeping mine secret. So <laughs> nobody knows who I am. <laughs> so, but if you don't, if you don't care about security and want to give everybody your real name and gamer tag, go and post in our Facebook group. That way, we know who we're talking to. But it's not we'll required. Show. If you don't want to, you don't have to. So, uh, email comment. I gotta make a comment here. If you want to be a guest host on a future episode, then please email us at contact at thisxboxlife.com. Word of advice, okay? Please make your email legible. If you can't, now this is this is me, this is Mark, okay? If you can't compose an email so that I can't understand it, reading it, then you're not going to hear back from me, and I'm not going to invite you on the show. Now. And I say that for a reason, 
<laughs> okay? Obviously, if I'm bringing something up, it's because we got an email that really didn't make a lot of sense. But I gathered that the person was interested in being on the show. The thing is, and there's a couple of trains of thoughts here. Number one, perhaps English is not their first language. And I can understand that. But you also got to understand that we get lots of messages posted to the site with really poor English, and every one of them is typically is spam. So I don't know if it's legit that what I got through, it looked more of like one of those spam messages we get, so I'm going to ignore it. So if you want to be on our show, please try your best to make sure that the email is legible, is proper English and sentence structure, so that I know it's just not some random thing from Russia or something. Um, so... That's just a word of advice, um, because if you can't, and I, I, we can't help but make the assumption that if you can't write a, any, a quick email that's clear and concise, you're probably not going to be clear and concise on the show either, and that's just really not what we want. So, okay, so I'm not trying to, and I'm not going to give out any names or anything, um, the person who I did get the message from, you're more than welcome to email me back. Um, maybe you're on a mobile device, <laughs> and you know it could be too, because that's another thing. I know when I'm typing stuff on the run, a lot of times the messages get garbled up, because you know you got that, like the iPhone will try to guess what you're trying to say, and 90% of the time it's wrong. So <laughs> yeah. maybe it's something like that. So just email us again if you want to be on the show. If you wrote to us and didn't hear back, um, and you're not a spammer. Um, but again, you're going to need to have a headset with a mic. Okay, We have to have as best quality bef uh, uh, sound as possible. Um, you heard Carbide last week. He ran out and bought his headset super cheap. It is what we use as the Microsoft uh, Life Chat LX3000. These things are 20 to 30 bucks tops. You shouldn't be paying more than 30 bucks. I think he paid 20 for his or something brand new at the store. Um, these have been around for a long time. They're real yep. good, and they're great quality. Because we actually got them right when we started the show back in, what, 08? Jeez, I've had mine probably for six years. Yeah. You know, five or six years. and Yeah, there, there's some decent uh, other ones by Logitech and so forth. Those will probably work, but we know that this live chat one does a great job. Yeah, the um, Achievement Hounds use them. We've used them, um, and we've, we've had very good success. The only time we had a problem was when Rob decided to go get a different one. And, of course, you all remember that a few weeks ago. <laughs> He was all over the place. So, you know, he's like, oh, I went and bought this real expensive one. It's great. And it was like, <laughs> you know. So, little did I know how to use it. But. <laughs> so, but they're real good, real easy to, to set up. So, that's our recommendation. We'll show. And then lastly, iTunes reviews. Um, if you guys, a lot of you have been listening to us for a long time. If you can just go out to iTunes real quick, if you're using iTunes, please, please rate us um, and, you know, leave a quick comment. But if you do really like us and you're happy that we're back, please rate us five stars. That helps us to get noticed on iTunes store, uh, pushes us up, lets other people know about it, and we would really appreciate it. So, um, again, you know, we don't charge you anything. It's a free show. That's the least we're asking is just, you know, review us. Um, Zoom. I think Zune is doing reviews finally, but I think you got to do it like you can't do it through the uh, you can't do it through the what you call it through the actual um, 
tool, like through the Zoom app, if you will. Um, let me look it up real quick while I got it up here, unless it's been added. Um, let me see if they, they now have that where you can leave a review. Um, nope, still don't see... I still don't see a review option, but what's interesting is that it's somewhere out there because I've seen if you go to like our subscribe to the webpage link, it's like you can see that people left reviews. I was like, how do you do that? <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how they're doing it. Maybe it's through the actual website. So, but anyways, but if you can, if you know how to leave us a review on Zoom, that'd be awesome. You can leave us one on uh, iTunes. That would be great. We really appreciate it. It's very helpful. And that's all I got. And that's all we got. Right? That's it? Yeah. Let's go. All right. All right. So that concludes episode number 205 this week. Uh, make sure to check in next week for our next show. Uh you can check out our shows at this xboxlife.com. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> it's not the first time. <laughs> Nor will it be the last. Because <laughs> I've done it in the other way <laughs> many times. Uh, and then uh, to contact us, send us an email at contact at this xboxlife.com. You can also find us on our Facebook uh, group, This Xbox Life, Twitter, which is uh, This Xbox Life on Twitter. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that Mark threw up some videos, so please check that out also. And our voicemail, 224-698-XBOX. That's 224-698-9269. Send us a voicemail and have yourself heard on the show. We welcome any questions, comments, concerns, and so forth. My name is Rob, also known as Presar. I'll catch you all later. And last, real quick, if you have a video of some gameplay or some cool thing you've done or want to show off something that you've got a video of, you can send that to us and we will post it on our Xbox page because I'm not doing reviews anymore. Um, just don't have the time. So, but if you want to do a review of a game, video review, you got the, uh, the setup to do it, where you got just some game video capture that you just think's cool and want to share with everybody. Contact me. Let me know. We'll get it. We'll we'll get it figured out how to get it to me. Um, I got options here to to do, and uh, we'll get it posted on our YouTube page for you. So that's a community YouTube site. So, uh, cool. with that, I am Mark, aka Wingman Seven Hundred Nine, taking off.
knows you inside out And the walls resist being broken down And you realize there is no 